Good evening. Let me introduce myself. My name is Kimberly Biggs Jordan, and I'm also known as the Inspired Butterfly. I call myself the Inspired Butterfly, the inspirational storyteller, because I tell women and girls real life stories from my life and about my life to inspire them and encourage them to release the beautiful butterfly that lies beneath the mask we wear to hide our fears. Now, we all have fears about everyday life or what people think about us. Some of us have insecurities. Um, some of us have insecurities about our appearances. And so we wear these masks to hide the real authentic us from the world. Now, the thing is, is that I tell these story to women and they listen to me, take my advice, but I don't follow my own advice. So that pretty much makes me a hypocrite, right? Can anyone relate to that? I mean, saying one thing to others and doing just the opposite. I inspire and encourage women to get out there and live their best life, but I'm not doing it myself. And I just wonder why, why? Well, this is just one of the things that I want to talk about on this show. We'll talk about some things on my mind. We'll talk about women and our purpose in life and the things that hold us back from achieving the life of happiness and love we all desire. And I want to answer the questions that I have about my own life and my own whys. I want to know why. So check this out. Now I'm 62 years old and I'm dealing with major health challenges. I'm questioning every aspect of my life as I age and I feel like my body is betraying me. The who, what, and whys of why I didn't live up to my potential are also being questioned. I'm questioning why everything has always had to be a struggle or a fight just to survive with some dignity and respect as a black woman and a single mother. Black, you know, they say that black women are the most disrespected women alive, but we're going to change that narrative. At least I plan on changing that narrative. In order to do what we have to do to peel back the layers of why we are so disrespected and how we disrespect ourselves and why, we'll talk about that. Then we'll talk about what we're going to do about respecting ourselves and respecting each other, no matter what nationality we are. So I heard a doctor on divorce court say this to a man who felt the same way I did and the same way I do about everything being a fight or a struggle. This man started business after business venture and he struggled to, to make it happen. He would go out, he'd work four and five jobs and he still was struggling. Why? I think it was because he was trying to please everyone else but himself. What the doctor told him was, you've been treading water for so long. You see the shore, but haven't been able to reach it because you're too busy trying to survive. Now let's replay that. You've been treading water for so long. You see the shore, 
but you haven't been able to reach it because you're too busy trying to survive. That resonated so loudly with me because that has been me my entire adult life. I have all these skills, talents, and gifts, but I struggle to make ends meet. And I sit there treading water. Why? Living paycheck to paycheck is definitely not the business. And I stay in survival mode because that's all I know. I had to make it happen for my kids, even if it cost me me. I had to do whatever it took to survive and it cost me happiness and my health cost me big time so while I'm dealing with these major health issues I'm also working a job full time eight hours a day I'm grateful to have this job but it's grunt work which is a military term for medium. I mean, they assign these these jobs to the lowest of the low. You get a PFC, a private first class, and he's in the kitchen um, peeling potatoes like there's nobody's tomorrow, like they're just never gonna end. The endless bag of potatoes he's peeling. That's menial work where this guy, he can get out there and he can build and construct and, and just do fabulous things and the, and the things that he dreams of doing with his life, but he's stuck doing grunt work. Well, that's me. And again, I am grateful for the job, but every day I spend eight hours making someone else rich. And while I'm doing that, I'm longing to be on the beach somewhere, anywhere on a beach, writing and getting paid to be sitting on the beach doing something I love. Writing is a passion for me. It's something I've done since I was a child and I love doing it. I can sit down and put pen to paper and just sit there and think for a little bit. And whatever it is comes to my mind. And all I say is thank you, Lord, and get to writing. Next thing you know, I look up, I have two or three pages. Something I love, but I'm not doing it. Why? I spent the last five years giving into diseases. This is my excuse. Let me say that again about diseases. Because I am at disease. My body is at disease. My soul is at disease. My heart is at disease. Because I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing in life. I'm not fulfilling my purpose in life because I've given in to the diseases and the racism um, that, of the professionals that we call doctors. Okay? I won't accept, and I haven't accepted, that I have a new norm in my life. Although I feel that my body has betrayed me, I have been sitting here wallowing in the diseases that are afflicting me instead of getting up and accepting the new norm that's my life and living it to the fullest. Now, I haven't always thought that way because I spent the last three years waiting to die, giving up on my dreams, giving up on myself. Why? 
I told myself that I was advocating for myself with the medical profession who discriminate and judge me based on the color of my skin and the amount of money I had in my purse. I spouted my symptoms to them and I diminished myself because they wouldn't listen to me and they didn't care about me. They didn't care that I had to sleep with ice packs between my calves and on my feet because the nerve pain was so unbearable. I couldn't sleep and had to get up at 6 a.m. to drive to work and sit eight hours in pain, tired as an MF, but I refused to take pain medication, which they want to get you addicted to so that you keep coming back for more. Can't do it. It's not my cup of tea. At some point, I started believing that the doctors didn't care, so why should I? I retreated into myself, I isolated myself, and I half-assed advocated for myself. I was tired of fighting. Langston Hughes' poem, A Dream Deferred, played on a loop in my mind. I just felt like pain was all I deserved, so my dreams went to the back burner as I treaded water. And I straight disrespected myself by deferring my dreams because of my diseases. There's so much more to the story, and I'll share more in the future. But today, I want to talk about some recent events. Yesterday, I was asked if I'm doing everything I can with the gifts that I've been given to live my dreams and have a happy life. And I could only hang my head in shame, thinking about a couple of unfinished manuscripts and how I just gave up on myself. How could I possibly inspire others when I can't even inspire myself to do all that I can to get healthy? It's not like I don't know what I need to do. I just know I'm tired of treading water. I'm tired of fighting. I'm tired of struggling. And I know that I can see that there's life on the shore in front of me, but I just can't seem to reach it. And I want to know why. The darkness beneath the mini mask that I've been wearing is comfortable. Oh my goodness, I could just sit there and just be comfortable. But it's uncomfortable because I deserve to show the real me to the world. I deserve to be that writer sitting on the beach getting paid for doing something I love. I deserve to show the real me to myself when I look in the mirror. I can't take my mask off without confronting the fears. And that's real scary. And that right there is real talk. It is scary as all get out to remove your mask and expose your fears and let people just talk about you and judge you and just make you feel like you're nothing because you're showing your true authentic self. Well, the Inspired Butterfly needs inspiration too. And I'm surrounded by beautiful, special women who love me. They all know it's not easy for me to ask anyone for help, but the Inspired Butterfly needed them and still needs the inspiration that they have provided me over the past 
two months. Remember, I said these are recent events, okay? These are recent realizations. These are recent reflections of what's been going on in my mind as I as I just sit here wondering why. So most of these ladies don't even know that they have inspired me by their actions and in, that, they, that they have shown me in their own lives and in the community. I truly am a believer that women need one another to get from one another something that a male can't give them. And, that, and the thing is, is that it's true understanding of what it takes to be a woman, what we go through, what we think about, how we feel, how we hurt, how we long, and how we put so many people in front of us that we forget about ourselves. And that's what I've done. But having these women in my life makes a big difference in my attitude about myself. They woke me up literally. They literally woke me up. It took an amazing woman passing away to really shake the core of my soul for me to feel empowered, to truly break free of the self-imposed prison in my mind. Now, you know your mind is not your friend sometimes, right? I mean, we beat ourselves up for not being the perfect expectation that everyone has for us to be. It becomes too much sometimes trying to please everybody else. And it just drains you and drains you and drains you because you're not being there for yourself. All I could hear in my mind is I just wasn't good enough to live. I just wasn't good enough to be there for myself. I couldn't do it. I wasn't good enough to publish a book with my name on the cover. Those thoughts were reinforced because even though I had moments of happiness, I wasn't doing everything I could do to be happy, even with my diseases. Behind closed doors, I was miserable and unhappy. I live a lonely existence because of my mask, because of my diseases, and because of my own self-imposed prison in my mind. I want more for myself, but I, I'm, I've still been treading water. And sometimes, I'm not gonna lie, I still feel less there. This is a process. And it's a process that I'm willing to go through because I know that I am more than enough. I have become a woman feeling sorry for herself because of grief, aging, and health issues. Now, three funky issues I embraced that changed the trajectory of my life. And now they got to go. I mean, seriously, they got to kick rocks. They ain't got to get mad. They ain't got to go away, man. They just got to go. Why? Because those three things don't define who I truly am. The Kim God created me to be. And there's no room for fear and self-doubt within me any longer. So how am I going to do this? Well, I know it's not going to happen overnight. 
but my starting point is this podcast. I've had the equipment since April to do the podcast and it sat untouched in a closet. I don't have a name for these segments, kind of made one up at the beginning. And I don't even know if there's a right way or wrong way to do this, but I'll never know if I don't try and give it my best shot. So I'm just going to talk. I'm going to write and I'm going to talk. And that's what I'm going to do. Letting go of fears and failures are next. <laughs> Those are the two hardest ones because I'm going to have to remove my mask that I thought I had removed, but I haven't. But I've moved into the mindset that I don't give a you-know-what anymore about what anyone thinks about me or what I'm doing with my life and in my life. And anybody that has something to say about it, only thing I can say is this. My granddaughter tells me I don't have a filter. So all I can say, folks, is please keep your expectations and beliefs about me to yourself because I'm doing me, period. I really don't give a you-know-what about what you think or what you say. And guess what? Guess what? It is so liberating to feel that way. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Because all I care about is me and my happiness. And if you can't bring any of that to my doorstep, then you, along with grief, along with aging, and along with health issues, can kick rocks. Okay? So, as far as my diseases go, the physical ones, they're going to have to learn to live with me. Because I plan on utilizing all the gifts that I was given to live the best life I can and accept that it is what it is. I will handle my business by taking care of myself fully. I'm making that commitment right now publicly and I want to be held accountable for that. Hold me accountable to taking care of Kim physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And I'm not going to sit here and continue to wait to die and tread water. I want to get to the shore where life is living. I said in the beginning that the inspired butterfly, that being the inspired butterfly has made me feel like a hypocrite because I don't follow my own advice. I give good advice and it's time that I practice what I preach as the saying goes. I don't know it all, and even the inspirer needs to be inspired sometimes. By sharing with all of you, I have inspired myself to begin to live life and my dreams. So next time, we'll talk about removing those masks. And I'm not talking about the masks that they've mandated for us to wear for covid I'm talking about the mask that hires, that hides the woman beneath the layers of the mask. And believe me, there are layers. So I want to end this with a quote. You have this one life. How do you want to spend it? Apologizing, regretting, questioning, hating yourself, dieting, running after people who don't see you. Be brave. 
Believe in yourself. Do what feels good. Take risks. You have this one life to live. Make yourself proud. I'm Kimberly Biggs Jordan, the Inspired Butterfly. Be inspired, be encouraged, be loved. Good night. Thank you.